welcome to episode two of Hi-Ho Radio. I am your host, Melissa, and with me is my husband and co-host, Johnny. Hello again. This episode is going to be all about food. Our main topic today is going to be our top five choices of anything to eat across Disneyland, Disney World, or the Disney Cruise Lines. My mom is going to help us out with this week's Did You Know? We're going to be hearing all about the grocery delivery services that are available to you when you would like to have groceries delivered to your Walt Disney World Resort. And in our other segment today, Melissa's father, Michael, is going to be giving us a rundown on one of his favorite not-so-well-known treats in Mickey's Munchies with Michael. Let's start things off with Did You Know? Did you know that you can have groceries delivered directly to your Disney resort? I don't even have to leave my room. You don't. I like that. Pretty cool, huh? And to tell us more about that is fellow Disney enthusiast and DVC member, my mom, Susan. Welcome, Susan, to the show. Woo! Woo! Well, thanks for having me. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Before we get started talking about the grocery delivery service, we thought we'd ask you a few questions to help our listeners get to know you better. Actually, the same questions that we asked each other in episode zero, uh, just for fun. Okay, so Susan, what was your first trip to a Disney park? My first trip was, I think, in 1989. It's the first time at Disney World or any Disney park. And we stayed at the Contemporary Resort, which was amazing. I feel like this is a familiar story. Maybe our listeners might have heard it. Was there anyone else here that might have been there? There just might have been. The whole family was there. (laughs) Do you have any special memories from that trip? Actually, I do. Really, I have to be honest. My favorite memory of that trip was just opening the curtains in our room, which faced the Magic Kingdom at night. And as soon as it would get dark, you know, the castles lit up all night and you could see the fireworks. You And then all night long, you have just the beautiful view of the castle. And we just left the curtains open. Pretty easy to get hooked on going to Disney World if you have that view the first time. Yes, it's very magical. So speaking of the Magic Kingdom, would you take the ferry boat or the monorail? Wow. Okay, that is a great question. I think I would take the monorail. Ooh, another point for the monorail. (sighs) Yeah, it's tough, you know. Uh, I think the monorail is so much fun. In the past, you were able to sit in the very, very front uh, where the driver sat, and that was really cool. I don't think they let you do that anymore, but... They don't, but you can do it at Disneyland. Ooh! I know, something fun to look forward to for that trip. Okay, so food and wine festival... Or flower and garden. I'm all about the flower and garden. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Woohoo! Uh, again, you can't eat the flowers. Yeah, I know, but they're so beautiful. I mean, just just walking into Epcot is gorgeous. The entrance is gorgeous. And then once you walk toward the World Showcase, all those topiaries, mm. oh my goodness. I mean, I remember one um, this time with Bambi. It was just gorgeous and i just love them all the bambi one was really cute yes i like the figment one. Oh, oh yeah. yes all right last question before we move on to our did you know segment if you were a character in a disney theme park a character in a furry costume or a face character which would you be or on the cruise ships oh or on the cruise ship Ooh, 
Way to add another level to that. Oh, boy. I, I bring something to this. Yes, you do. Oh, wow. Other than drinks. <laughs> now, this is difficult, but I really think I would like to be Daisy. Oh, nice. Yes, I like her outfits. She wears a lot of pink and a lot of purple. And she's fun, and she is like fun. Her. She's very sassy. She's very sassy. Yeah, you do a good day. Oh yes, it's it's funny because I think Michael, your husband, would do a good Donald. So. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Sounds well, good. We'll see what he says. Okay, Susan, tell us about grocery deliveries at Walt Disney World. You know, I didn't know anything about this until about a year ago, and we've been coming like all this time till what what since nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Okay, didn't know. So you can actually get groceries and other things like electronics, personal items, toiletries, anything that you might have left at home, you can get those uh, delivered straight to your uh, hotel room. That's pretty exciting. It is very exciting, especially if you're flying into Walt Disney World, even if you're driving. And let's say like for us, it's a two day drive. We really don't want to take a lot of food in the car, especially if it's perishable. So this is a fantastic service for people who, you know, don't have the ability to travel with food and also for people that uh, might have food allergies or their family members have food allergies. So you can order food to be delivered to you because a lot of times, you know, you're out in the parks or even at some of the restaurants and, you know, they just don't have a variety for you if you have food sensitivities. That's a great point. Can you tell us a little bit more about the companies that offer this service? The first one, and I think probably the one of the oldest ones that have been delivering groceries to Walt Disney World is called Garden Grocer. They've been around for about 10 years and they only deliver to Disney properties and the two Wyndham resorts. Oh neat, 10 years. How did we not hear about this before now? I have no idea, but I wish we had. <laughs> it would have really saved us a lot of time and money. Yes, it would have. With Garden Grocer, there's a $20 minimum of your purchases. So you have to spend at least $20 in order to get delivery. Okay. Now, you can actually order your groceries online, either you know on the website or on your app, 60 days in advance. If you do that, there is a 10% discount so that's pretty good that is really good that kind of offsets some of the charges that they add on yeah so that takes care of some of the other costs that you incur when you order from them like i said they they've been around a long time and uh, they're known for their great customer service so that's a plus definitely a plus there the second one um is instacart now, Instacart is really great because with Instacart, you can actually uh, go on the app or on the website and order from Publix, like Whole Foods, CVS, Walgreens, and those types of stores. So it's not just groceries. Like you might have left something behind that you really need, like maybe a shaver or just something, you know, toothbrush, toothpaste, anything like that. And you'll be able to get that through Instacart. That's really neat. For those of you who don't live in the southern part of the United States, Publix is a really great grocery chain. And then, of course, obviously being able to get things from Whole Foods is also really great, too. So with Instacart, delivery is free for your first order if you order within like 14 days after signing up. 
So you could wait like two weeks before your trip, sign up, and then your first delivery, which could be right when you get there, or it might even be get there before you, it'll be free delivery. So that's really great. So it gets there before you, how, how does that work? Well, what's going to happen with any of these services is your groceries or other items will be delivered to Bell Services. And uh, if you have anything that needs refrigeration, Bell Services will actually refrigerate those items for you until you're ready to get them. Nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. And then you can have Bell Services just bring them to your room. That's really neat. I know. Why didn't we know about this? Why didn't we know about this? <laughs> This is why we do Did You Know, because even we don't know. Exactly. Now, there's only a $10 minimum, and if you spend $35 or more with Instacart, then it's free. The delivery is free? Yes. Oh, that's really neat. So, yeah, Instacart is kind of a win-win. The uh, third service that I really like is Amazon Prime Now. It's pretty new to delivery for Walt Disney World. There's a $20 minimum order and a two-hour delivery. They have, you know, a huge variety of items, and some of the items are from Whole Foods uh, as well. And of course, you can get a lot of different things like electronics and, you know, different things that you might have forgotten at home. So that's great. All of the delivery services, like I said, will drop everything off at Bell Services for you. So, for example, you could fly in to MCO, be on the tarmac, order your groceries by the time you get there to your hotel effectively your groceries could be there waiting for you that's really neat yeah it's very cool really cool so what about tipping can you tip with most of these services uh you can and you'll find like uh, the drop down menu for that when you're on the app or uh, on the website great so you can just tip your driver through the app you don't even have to worry about no. it and no. magically groceries will appear in your hotel room yes pretty cool mm -hmm. yeah it's great yeah i wish we would have known sooner <laughs> yes because the one thing you don't want to do once you've entered the disney bubble is leave the disney bubble so having to leave to go get groceries or things you lost or our family really likes Lacroix soda so there's always a Lacroix run that happens uh, would be really nice if no one had to le get in the car and leave the Disney bubble to go do that. So I think this is definitely something we'll take advantage of in the future. Yes. Oh, and I, I could point this out. You can also get liquor if you want. I think there would be a lot of people that would enjoy that. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really great to stay on property once you're on property. So do you feel like this service can save you money by having groceries delivered instead of going out and getting them? Oh, absolutely. An example would be like the price of a banana at the grocery store. Okay, so it's about, what, 29 cents, something like that. Sounds about right. If you go uh, to your food court, it would be around mm, between $1.50 and $2. Or a snack credit. Yeah. Or a snack credit. So yes, definitely a savings. And you don't have to get out in your car and waste gas or anything like that. More time to enjoy the magic. And guess what? Since uh, you are paying, well, if you're not DVC, I guess, you're paying for parking spaces at most of these hotels, correct? So, <laughs> yes, that's still a sore subject. So if you're driving just so that you can go to the grocery store and what have you, then you are, that is a savings. You Absolutely. Are sa right. So stay in the Disney bubble, use one of these awesome grocery services, and enjoy your vacation. 
Exactly. And that was something that we didn't know about Walt Disney World. Next is a new segment of our show called Mickey's Munchies with Michael. Please welcome to our show a longtime Disney fan and my dad, Michael. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Before we get started on this segment, we're going to ask you some questions, just like we do with all of our guests. All two of them. All two of our guests so far on our show. The first question is... So, Michael, can you tell us about your first trip to a Disney park? Well, my first trip to a Disney park was Disneyland. And I was three years old, so I don't remember a lot about it. But I do remember getting stuck on the Matterhorn Mountain. So that kind of struck out. <laughs> Apparently that happens a lot, but it happened in 1959 also. When was your first Disney World trip? Uh, back in college, I got my first car, which was a 1969 Volkswagen in January. And by spring break of that year, it was time to go to Florida. So my friend and I, Jack, got in the Volkswagen and motored down to Fort Lauderdale and Key West. And then on the way back, we stopped at Disney World. And it was before... Before Epcot, right? Before Epcot, right. So it was just the Magic Kingdom. It was 1976. And we had the classic e-ticket and the package with the, the different rides with the different letters on them. So you could go to a, a premium uh, was an e-ticket. Oh, wow. And then A, B, C, and D were lesser rides. Interesting. Uh, and we spent, we pretty much spent all of our money at uh, Disney World. Sounds familiar. To the point where uh, we didn't even have enough uh, money for gas to get back. And so I had to stop in Kentucky and uh, borrow some money from my sister on the way home. <laughs> That's awesome. Sounds like a great spring break trip. It was definitely college spring break trip. Yes. And it was, it was done correctly in a Volkswagen you know, to Florida, so. So if you are at the Ticket and Transportation Center and you are headed to the Magic Kingdom, do you take the ferry boat or do you take the monorail? I take the monorail uh, for a lot of reasons, but uh, mostly so I can monorail surf. You are really good at that. Well, you know, it's it's a little known. Sporting event. Yes, and uh, you you actually have to ride the monorail not touching anything, standing up, and see if you can navigate the curves without falling. It makes for great photos, too. It's a lot of fun. Um, Melissa, I feel like you changed that question. How did I change the question? To stop people saying the correct answer, which is to walk from Bay Lake. Oh, well, I'm still going with ferry boat, but Johnny likes to walk from Bay Lake. It's, it's very nice to walk from, from either the Contemporary or Bay Lake. It's a nice 10-minute walk, maybe a little less. You've got your own little security gate that you go through and no line there usually. Yep. So food and wine or flower and garden? Oh, I'm definitely about the food. Yes. So I do like to uh, Good. S- stop and get the uh, different snacks or the different types of food uh, from around the world. And I love the variety. You recently went to Walt Disney World during food and wine. Did you eat anything that stood out to you? Uh, the scallops. Oh, the scallops. Is the, that at the coastal booth or was that at a country's booth? That was um, as you walk in uh, where the flowers are. They have okay. The, the, By the Odyssey kind of or? No, on the other side. Oh, on the other side. Right right before you get to the place where they have the uh, croissant donuts. Oh, yes. 
So last question, if you got to be a character in the park or on the cruise line, a costume character or a face character, who would you be? Well, if I was going to be in the park, uh, I think I would like to be one of the Dapper Dans. Nice. Well, uh, there was a, a gentleman there, you may remember when we first went. Uh, his name was Bub. I do remember him. And he was classic. He was a, a little bit of a clown, but he was one of the singers, and he had a lot of fun, and I think a lot of people will remember him. So I, I always said, uh, I don't sing, but if I did, if I could, then I would like to be one of the, the barbershop guys. Very nice. And if you were to retire to Walt Disney World, I heard a rumor that you might want to drive a bus. Is that still true? Well, I figured that would just be a good way to uh, see the park, see the people, interact with everybody, and uh, and then get a paycheck and be on their health care. So. All good things. Now, if I was going to be on the ship, I think I would like to be the cruise director. I know that's not a, a costume character, but it kind of can be. It's you'd be a fun cruise yeah. yeah, you'd be a fun cruise director. Yeah, and they get to, to, to do the morning... Uh, video for the cruise. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Okay, we're going to do a new segment now called Mickey's Munchies with Michael. Michael, can you tell us about it? Sure. Well, everybody has their favorite treats at Disney World. And for years, we, uh, we've we been going there and pretty much got stuck in a rut eating the same favorite foods time after time. It's not, it's not a bad rut to be in, but... But there's so many good things. And so uh, when we started um, joining some of the Facebook groups, uh, I noticed that that uh, the the snacks were a, a big item that people like to talk about, and I also noticed that there were many things I've never tried before. So um, the last few times we've gone to uh, Disney World, I've really kind of sought out some of the uh, more lesser known snacks, and and made a point to get by and and try them. So that's what this segment's about. Awesome! What snack are you going to highlight for us today? Well. Uh, this is about the Cheshire Cattail. I hadn't tried it before, and we were going to the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and on the way was the Cheshire Cafe, and they had the cattails there, and they also have cold brew coffee. So it makes the perfect kind of breakfast. So did you wait until you got off the mine train before you... No, actually, we did it. I did it before, That's and then while cool. I was standing in line, I, I enjoyed my... That's a true Disney fan. I enjoyed my cattail, yes. Um, they were very good. They're um, about four ninety nine. Are they a snack credit too, I'm assuming? Yes. If you're on the dining plan. What exactly is a Cheshire cattail? It's a chocolate Danish, and then it has a pink and purple frosting on it to make it look like a Cheshire cat from Alice in Wonderland. It's about 10 inches long, and there's chocolate on the inside that's melted. So it's just a nice, sweet treat. It's a Yeah, kind of like a breakfast, especially with a coffee. It's a nice it's a nice treat. And then the other thing I like to do is, when I get home, try to reproduce the snack. We always enjoy this. Yes, we do. So uh, this week, I, I looked online, and I saw several people try making them at home different recipes. So I tried one of them with a puff pastry and chocolate chips and cream cheese frosting. They turned out pretty good. I think they need to be modified just a little bit still to get them perfect. But So we're going to get to try more? I think so. Woohoo! Someone's got to do it, I guess. Mm. The other thing is, I thought it'd be fun, too, to modify the filling on the inside and make it seasonal. So uh, with Christmas coming up, I thought we I might do a, like a peppermint chocolate on the inside um, or apricot mm. or Halloween, make them orange and black on the outside. Oh, nice. 
Nice. Nice. So we will definitely post pictures of these on our Twitter account at Hi-Ho Radio and on Instagram at Hi-Ho Radio so that you guys can see the creations because it was quite tasty. Now, have you tried making anything else that you've eaten at the Disney park? Yes, I have. Actually, the first thing I tried to recreate was a croissant donut or a cronut. That was very successful, if I remember. Very successful. They turned out pretty good. I was able to buy some croissant dough at a local grocery store that was still frozen. And then I let it thaw and formed it into a donut and then deep fried it like they do at the park and sprinkled it with cinnamon and brown uh, cinnamon and sugar. And it turned out pretty good. Light and fluffy. Yes, they did. And then last Christmas, I got a Dole Whip machine for my Christmas present. And so we've been able to make Dole Whip at home several times. That's been really fun. We actually also got some tiki dishes to serve it into just to add a little extra Disney magic. The other trick to making the Dole Whip, I'm using a a Cuisinart. um, There's a plug here. I'm using a Cuisinart uh, soft serve machine. And the trick to it is to chill the mixture before you put it in to freeze. If you put it in room temperature, then it never quite freezes correctly. So you have to chill the mixture first and then put it in your machine. And then you get Dole Whip at home. I'm going to just you know, toot my own horn here and say that um, I made LeFou's Brew. He did make LeFou's Brew. He made LeFou's Brew for my birthday two years ago, and it was really good. I think it was more like Le eh, Brew, but you know. Oh no, it was really decent drink. You you did a really good job with that. Where did you find the passion fruit for that? I had to go, I think I got that from Whole Foods, but I had to order things from Amazon as well, like the syrup, the, the special syrup. Yeah, the special it. ingredients. Yes. Well, it was delicious and well worth it. Okay, thank you so much for joining us, Michael. Um, we look forward to having you back on and also to trying many, many more of your Mickey's Munchies that you may want to recreate. Oh, thank you very much been a pleasure so for today's main topic johnny and i are going to be discussing our top five favorite food picks across the disney parks and disney cruise lines so that's walt disney world disneyland and the disney cruise ships we've been on the magic and the dream so far hopefully someday we will also get to go on the wonder and the fantasy But to start us off, Johnny is going to tell us about his number five pick. My number five pick is from Epcot at Walt Disney World, and it's a Tutto Italia. Ooh. Yeah, fancy. It's the ravioli di ricotta. It has chicken, uh, prosciutto, and parmesan cream in it. It's very, very tasty. Ooh, that does sound tasty. Yeah, you would like it if you were not a somewhat vegetarian. Yes. Somewhat. Um, I am a somewhat vegetarian. That is correct. It's, um... Something I've had a couple of times, and I, I next time we go, if we if we make a reservation for Tutto Italia, which I would recommend anybody doing, I think I would probably just have it again. Good deal. What about you? What's your number five? My number five, I'm going to head over to Disneyland for ni- my number five, actually. And we actually have not been to Disneyland since... He's laughing at me because I said actually, I think, five times in that sentence. But... You actually did. I actually did. We haven't been to Disneyland since 2015. I think it was New Year's between... 14 and 15. 14 and 15. And we were there for three or four days. It was so much fun. Uh, One of the things I remember that I really enjoyed from there was the Carnation Cafe and their baked potato soup. It was really yummy. We got to sit outside on Main Street, watch the crowds go by. It was super. (laughs) 
Yes, it was super. So make sure if you're going to Disneyland and you're at the Carnation Cafe, definitely get the baked potato soup. I would also recommend the Carnation Cafe. Um, I had a really good tasty burger there. I think um, the menu is just easy for everybody, to be honest. Yeah, it is. It's and, something for everyone. And there. a great location. Mm -hmm. Good stuff. What is your number four? My number four is its a little, I don't know if it's cheating because there are so many different variations of this, but it's a simple Rice Krispies treat. I i want to say I discovered these. You did, yeah. I did, I did. Um, you did discover the Rice Krispies treat. It was treat. me um, last year. Um, we were staying at Bay Lake and you wander over to the Contemporary and there's a lovely store in there and they have a, a counter with candies and sweets and Rice Krispie Treats. And there was one shaped in a in a lovely looking uh, turkey leg and I thought, well, that's for me. Yes. That, that That's, you know, if I'm going to have a Rice Krispies Treat, I want to have the one that looks like a turkey leg because why not? Why not? Why not? And so I did. And now if anybody goes to Disney World, they have to bring him back a Rice Krispie Treat. They do. Or they have to go back and get one. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, like I say, <clears throat> kind of cheating in a way because there's many different variations. I had a very... I'm going to get in detail here. We we had some um, Rice Krispies treats on the cruise. We went on on Disney Dream and it had uh, sprinkles and I still think about it. Um, <laughs> so I guess I really enjoyed that too. So, yeah, if uh, anyone out there is going to... I'm, I'm using this as a plug now. If anyone out there is going to Walt Disney World soon and they see a Rice Krispies treat... Please. Think, think of me. Please, yes. Or just send him a bunch. That so, would be really helpful. That's my number four. What about you? My number four, I guess I have a soup theme going here. My number four is the poutine at the refreshment port at Epcot. It's French fries covered with cheese curd, but then covered with the cheddar cheese soup from La Cellier. So good. It is so good. We discovered it on our last trip in April 2018, and it was... Oh, it was magical. Yeah, it, it was so, I mean, I wouldn't give up a, you know, Rice Krispies treat for it, but it was, it was very good. We, we devoured that. We did. Quick. Yeah. And I, I could have devoured another one too. Um, but it's something I will certainly go back and get the next time we are at Walt Disney World. I, so I think it's there all the time. I think so. I hope so. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's not one of those like seasonal things, right? You, I don't think so. Okay. I think it's a there now thing. With, with the Krona, because that, that was temporary, but now it. It's permanent, right? Yes. Okay. To the best of my knowledge. We haven't been in a few months, but last time we were there, you could still get the poutine at the refreshment port, and you could also get the cronut, which is delightful as well. Number three. Okay. My number three is from Walt Disney World. This one uh, specifically is from the Riverside Resort. Oh, Riverside. Yeah, it was the first place that we uh, stayed at as a couple, and it was the very first thing I ate. And... It sounds very strange to go to Disney World and want this, but it was a tuna sandwich. Yes, a tuna sandwich, and it was delicious. Tuna sandwich. Yes, we do say that differently, and sorry about it. We're just going to have to go over that. Yeah. Okay, um, so it's a tuna sandwich, and it came with a stack of homemade uh, crisps, chips. Uh, yeah, chips. Chips. And uh, like I said, this was when we were at Riverside, but when we stayed at Pop Century in 2017. 17. Um, at the beginning of our, our trip that year, I think they sold it there as well, and they probably sell it at other quick yeah. serves around uh, Walt Disney World. But my my specific experience with it was at Riverside, and like I say, it, it's kind of random. All, yeah. the, all these treats, all these lovely treats. Yeah. Nobody Krispies ever talks treats. about the tuna sandwich, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah, it's get it. 
Yeah. yeah. It was really yummy. We actually, well, the whole experience was good. We had just gotten off the Magical Express. We were there for our honeymoon. We had just checked in to Riverside, which is always fun to do when you walk in that lobby. There's always a lovely smell and the music and, you know, you're just starting your vacation. And as we were waiting for our room, we went and we had lunch and we got the tuna sandwich with the homemade chips and it was great. Yeah, it might be a bit of a nostalgic pick, I guess, but... But it is also a yummy a pick. Very, Don't overlook the tuna yeah, sandwich. do not overlook it. It's very, very tasty. What about you? What's your number three? Number three, I'm going to go to the cruise line for this one, to the Disney Dream. They have an ice cream and sweet shop on the Disney Dream called Vanilla Peas, uh, based on Wreck-It Ralph, Vanilla Pea from, from Wreck-It Ralph. Um, and I, one night, on a whim, got a butter pecan gelato, and it was the best thing of the whole cruise oh my good gracious it was delicious i got it in a waffle cone and wowzers still think about that it was a good one that's good Tasty. yeah there's so many treats uh vanilla peas it's it's kind of fun to have it on the cruise ship as yeah. well because it, it it is an upcharge yes you do pay extra it's for it but not a big upcharge but no. it's it's just it's nice and you can get stuff in there that you can't get at the buffet at, at cabanas right. yeah. and other places, even in the Cove Cafe where they have free treats. Um, the, these these treats at Vanellope's are a little bit more special. They are. They are delicious. And there's probably, I don't know, 20 flavors of gelato. And they do special ice cream sundaes. And uh, it's super yummy. So there's certainly something for everybody in Vanellope's. And it's really cute. It's cute. The decorations are adorable. And the most important thing is, is when you go in there and you see the gelato, you just, just turn left. Turn left and look at the counter and you'll see Rice Krispies treats. You will. Don't so, forget those. Just I remember. don't think he'll let you forget those. Rice Krispies trees. All right, number two. My number two actually is also from the cruise line. This was from the Magic, but I know you can get it on the Dream as well. Um, Paolo. So Paolo is um, it's another upcharge, but again, very much worth it and very, very special. We've eaten at Paolo a couple of times for dinner and a couple of times for brunch. And this this item is the chicken parmesan and it's from the brunch. And yes, on the brunch menu. This isn't something that I've ever ordered. No, he's not a chicken parm guy. Right, and I've never ordered it at Paolo, but I've eaten it because the servers are so attentive and so helpful and just awesome at Paolo. We were having brunch there on our last cruise on the Magic and the waiter came and brought this to us. Just set, set it for the table. Yeah, they just bring you food. Food you don't order. And it's great. Because so, you get to try things you probably wouldn't have ordered. Right. Because, well, the thing is, I like chicken palm, but there's so much good stuff at the Paolo brunch that it's like, I don't really want that because there's all these sweet treats, there's all these savory awesomeness. There's just, there's just so many things. Lots to choose from. But he brought it to the table and oh my goodness. Yeah. I, it, it, I don't want to say it was a religious experience, but <laughs> you know, chicken, you liked that chicken, chicken palm. palm was, yeah. it was it turned him into a chicken parm guy. It, it did. So again, that's chicken parmesan from Paolo. What about you? What's your number two? So my number two is the shaken Jamaican cold brew from Joffrey's. It is one of my favorite beverages at Disney World. I love this drink. It's an iced coffee that comes with cream in it. And it is so super yummy. I just love it. I get it almost every day when we're on vacation there. I highly recommend the Shaken Jamaican Cold Brew and really anything from Joffrey's. I know Starbucks is big there now in, in all of the parks, but Joffrey's is in, there's one in the Contemporary, there's one over, I think, in, on the way into Epcot. On the way into Epcot, there's one, MGM, MGM Studios oh, over by, yeah, 
MGM Studios as well. Um, Hollywood Studios by Pixar, the new Pixar area. There's a Joffrey's there. So there's Joffrey's everywhere. And I highly recommend trying that instead of going for Starbucks. Just try Joffrey's ones. Uh, and especially if you like an iced coffee with a little cream in it, definitely get the shaken Jamaican cold brew. And if you stay at a DVC resort, you might come home with some in your luggage, as I discovered when I opened our suitcase when we got home from our last trip. Yes. So Joffrey's is the company that supplies the coffee for all of the resorts. So you do have the little individual ones to put in the coffee maker. And I did bring a bunch of them home. Yes. What is your number one? My number one is uh, Walt Disney World. It's at the Magic Kingdom. It's from the Sleepy Hollow Quick Serve. And it is the Fresh Fruit Waffle. And... My goodness. Yes. And you think you've heard about the Rice Krispie Treat? Sit down, people. You're going to hear some stuff. He did not stop about this waffle. That's because I didn't get it one time that I was there. True. And then so there was this thing that you had to get it. and Yeah. The memory still hurts. So anyway, <laughs> so this waffle is um, it's basically like a waffle sandwich. It's, it's a whole, whole waffle with Nutella. And then uh, all different types of fruit just chopped up and thrown on there. Strawberries, bananas, blueberries, folded up, given to you, presented to you, displayed for you. It's beautiful. It is. It's actually quite yummy. Yes, I sometimes let Melissa try a bit, you know, just to be generous, I suppose. I won't give any to the birds that sometimes come near me and look at it when I'm eating it. I'm like, no birds, that's mine. Yeah, if you eat at Sleepy Hollow right next to it, there are birds that just come around and try and eat your food but they're adorable ducks and things what about you what's your number one my number one is also at the magic kingdom and you can get it at gaston's tavern it is the famed lefou's brew i love this drink and i don't know why i do if you read the ingredients it just doesn't sound like any of it should go together it's like apple frozen with some mango whipped cream top it and I don't like mango. It doesn't sound like it should go together, but wow, is it delicious. It is. It's very tasty. It's refreshing. It's it's something that when you're walking through the Magic Kingdom and it's 90 degrees and you're like, I really need a drink and you don't want to pay $4 for a bottle of water. You go get a LeFou's brew. You get a LeFou's brew. And when it's nine o'clock at night and you just finished watching the fireworks, you go get a LeFou's brew. Yeah. Or when it's like 9.30 and you want to smuggle a drink onto the uh, people mover, you get a LeFou's brew. You get a LeFou's brew. Anytime you want a drink at the Magic Kingdom, you get a LeFou's brew. So I I nearly put LeFou's brew in my top five, but I had a feeling that you might do that. Yeah. So it would be my number six. Oh, okay. That's it. That's our top five choices for um, things to eat and drink at Disney, Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line. At some point we will do a... uh, park or cruise line a specific top five top ten something like that but if we just had the choice to eat five things across the whole disney universe these would be those things so what would you eat what are your favorite things at disney world and disneyland and the disney cruise line we feel like disneyland might be a little underrepresented here because we haven't been back in so long but we are going back in the spring so hopefully we'll be able to let you guys in on all the yummy stuff at disneyland i will take good notes on the rice krispie streets yes just to make sure if anybody's interested i can do a good debrief on that good a comparison between yes. the. i mean but three. how how can you choose i guess i mean oh. <laughs> So what are your favorite things? Let us know on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at HiHo Radio on either. Okay, 
Okay, and that's our show this week. Once again, we would love to hear from you to find out what your favorite part of a Disney trip is. So reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at Hi Ho Radio. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what your favorite part of a Disney trip is. We're going to be talking about that in an upcoming episode. And if you enjoyed this episode, please, please leave us a review on iTunes. Like, subscribe, whatever you want to do. We appreciate all of it. Thanks again to my parents for helping us out today. And thank you to all of you for hanging out with us. Hope you have a great one. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on Main Street.